0: Welcome back to the Talking Maiden, the podcast, podcast of the beast, the podcast of the beast, talkingmaiden.com. How you doing, Nesbitt? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks yeah. for asking. Oh, yeah, I never ask back. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. life is always good for the, <laughs> for the, for the JT. Okay. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Last podcast we had uh, went a little long
1: that's right.
0: well it was good fired up a few heated discussions a few heated discussions Um, I think we talked about um, Black Sabbath and and Ozzy Osbourne's reality TV show and his wife anyway took us off the rails of the album which I'm glad that now we've had a chance to refocus putting the album in context though. putting the album in context so I don't have a problem with that these colors don't run although hold on do not
1: spend your time worrying about those Wasted beers. Oh, you know I it. Cut you off because my mouth's getting dry. You
0: know it's going to be a good podcast when you're into that t- a minute in. Uh, uh, yeah, let's no, do no, it. I'm so what? what a, eager Beaver. Today. We've got a Mill Street Capelin Hound.
1: Yeah, this is great.
0: Just deep dive for anyone that this, knows. I think about Newfoundland. Caplan Caplan
1: uh, capelin Hound. Yeah, uh, Mill Street beer amazing yeah
0: the capelin is like the uh, is like the um, grass of the sea right there's the phytoplankton and then the capelin basically eat that and then the codfish which are the you're looking where at where's the hound like, come in where does the hound capelin hound that's a good point so a capelin hound so a capelin is a small fish almost like a smelt right and they heard they up capelin hounds are it's a Newfoundland term like the old capelin hounds for whales that used to chase herds of capelin, these oh, fish. I didn't know so they that. say, oh, they're capelin hounds. So when you be out in boat and you see the the poppers or, or puff pigs or dolphins, as some people call them, going by, um, oh, thank you very much, I'll have a little spot of that there. As you see them flying by the boat, and actually, to be honest with you, I've been out fishing and uh, I have a boat and I love fishing and stuff, I love hunting. But uh, I was out fishing one time and a bunch of um, and they call them up on the Northern Peninsula Poppers, but they're dolphins. They okay. come, they come, and they love the wake of the boat. So they come right up, and they, like, swim under, and, you know, tourists and stuff go nuts. They're like, oh, my God, but the rest of us are just annoyed with them. But um, <laughs> they go under the boat, and they're like, they'll come right along. It actually is really cool. And yeah. They're obviously pretty smart. Although I think that's overblown. But anyway, they uh, they come flying around. And uh, that's what the, the the concept of capelin hounds are for whales that chase capelin. Okay, I
1: had so, no idea. Anyway, good beer. Although, although a, a nice beer.
0: little side story, <laughs> a little bit of a dark side story. PETA, if you're listening, you're probably going to get angry about this. But my grandfather uh, passed away when my mother was seven. Um, uh, a really, uh, an Irish fisherman. And uh, he, um, the last meal they had with him and his nine children. Uh, so my mom and her nine siblings. Was a They ate a small dolphin That got caught in a fishing net oh, really? True story Which they called a puff pig They used to call them puff a pigs Because pig. they used to puff As they'd swim And they looked like <laughs> pigs to them So he ate a puff pig So take that pita <laughs> no, I need one But anyway I digress I don't
1: know I'll try it How is Is it that different from a tuna Maybe. Yeah, I don't they know. Taste intelligent. There's
0: a mammal. <laughs> yeah, they're intelligent. Intelligent on some rye yeah. bread with some mayonnaise. As I say, quote. <laughs> no, God bless them. But anyway, oh, yeah. this one was already dead.
1: Anyway, okay. moving on. Uh, all the pints of Capel and Hound I've drank, and I didn't know what it's good for. Anyway, well, that's what it's for. Something that uh, these, this these whales. And the, yeah. uh, all the Port Rex beers. Those all beers good. Beers in Newfoundland right now. All good. We have some good beers here in Eastern Canada. So um, Side two. Side two. Now, so we're breaking down the album in side one, two, three, and four because we're going by the vinyl sides that's right but this is track four on the cd
0: yeah we're diving right in yeah the pilgrim that's good
1: the pilgrim <clears throat> give me the backstory pilgrim yannick it's a yannick song and it's it sounds a like a yannick riff it's got that little like do do part of the do yeah that's right it's very yannicky sounding like i f- i feel like this could have been on uh dance of death but i love it sounds how- kind of like dance of death or monseger you know those like riffs yeah. that Yannick
0: writes I love how Harris has a writing credit is that because he has to have a credit for
1: some trademarkers, or is, is it
0: because like Yannick gave him garbage and he fixed it and he was like I think he has to put his yet.
1: stamp on it like people bring yeah. these songs on and he's like I'm going to turn this into a Maiden like St- well Steve Harris is He's the, the, the Maiden editor. he's the yeah. editor yeah. so he's like going to put the Maiden stamp on it and make it sound like a Maiden song that's right so anyway so yeah uh, Yannick Yannick wrote the song wrote the lyrics plays the solo uh, it's great. I love the beginning, the way it starts, like with that little riff that was just humming, and uh, the the drums are like uh, kind of like this laid back, like swing feel to them. And then like when it kicks in, the drums go double time, and it gets really heavy yeah. all of a sudden. It's just it, like oh, one instant it goes accelerates. Like, accelerate it's yeah. really cool, and it's got this energy behind it. The keys take death and hell. Does, of course, like Bruce's vocals on this are amazing. Yeah,
0: you know the the all the lyrics are on the the vinyl when I went through it, but like the pilgrim to me, I don't know. It, 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 like, uh, for me, the most the capturing lyric for me is like "with us, do what you will." It's so defiant. It's like you know, it's that wartime capture. It's like to me, almost like the prisoner. You know, it's, how do you feel about the song? Like, what's your backstory on this?
1: I heard a interview with Bruce Dickinson, and he said. It's about the crusades and the pilgrims of the holy land yeah but i don't get that from the lyrics I don't, no i, I don't even, like it doesn't really say anything about that so i don't know a lot of people say this album has a lot of like the themes that are like religion and war and this would be like one of the religion ones yeah yeah
0: not big on that
1: yeah but the uh anyway the, the i don't know after the chorus there's like this little riff And I I was on the Iron Maiden forums, and people were talking about it. They said it has, like, a Middle Eastern sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can totally hear that in there. Yeah. And there's, like, there's all these keyboards underneath. And that's uh, from that Kevin Shirley uh, diary that I read. That's a uh, Steve Harris playing the keyboard. Yeah. Now,
0: now that you say this, this uh, this, this eats into me. Like two thousand six, a war album, yeah. and like you know England and 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 the United States and, and Canada was left out of it because we had, um, you know, um, look, you know, we weren't gonna, uh, you know, fight for anything, you know, because at the time we had. We're basically sitting back. We're just gonna let other people fight our wars. You know, it's a typical Canadian thing. But anyway, since the World War Two, it's been kind of the way. Yeah. But um, and I love not, how like
1: yeah. Canadians are all like, yeah. we spend too, we should don't need to spend money on the military and that's yeah. blah blah blah. The United States is a bunch of warmongers. Yeah. Blah, blah blah. Meanwhile, we like spend nothing on the military. We have a couple of fighter jets. And if the states didn't spend all that money, like someone would just roll over on top of us and like take us over. I'd love <laughs> actually take all our someone, resources.
0: Someone to actually <laughs> threaten Canada. So that people, they could, like, all those people that yeah. are like, America this, they could just stick it up their ass and go kowtowing with their tail yeah. between their legs, going, it's America
1: like, protect yeah. us. It's like some little yeah. kid in, like, grade, you know, yeah. grade 10 big at brother, school, and his yeah. brother's in grade 12, and he's, like, yeah. a bodybuilder. He's walking around, and he's like, no yeah. one messes with me because I'm blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Can't, <laughs> you can't mess with, yeah,
0: that's right. But then the whole time they go, my brother's an idiot. He's meany. And you know, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. That's yeah. the problem. Like, you know, like, our oh, prime minister go, is so handsome. Though. Oh, our prime minister. Yeah, <laughs> the crying
1: Trudeau. That's, anyway, this isn't a politics podcast.
0: It's not a politics podcast. It's
1: not, the, not yet. The not yet. Political rant. We'll show. get there. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> but the context of this album in yeah. the in the Iraq War is interesting because it is kind of, and I would say, it's like a pro-country, um, you know, pro, you know, it kind of harkens back to World War II, which at the time, 2006, there was already the body count was started from Iraq. 2003 By 2005, if I recall correctly, like more or less popularity in England, Tony Blair wore that for a long time. George Bush, I mean, 2008 was Obama, and that was all, like, uh, the, the, the tide had turned on the war. You know, for the record, I mean, I didn't like the Iraq War. I think they should just not be in those places at yeah. all. I don't see my reason to waste a lot of money in there. So, But the context of it around that, I haven't really thought about it that way. Have you put much do you, do you see any of that because when you just said the pilgrim you were like oh it's got like a middle eastern feel to it
1: uh, i honestly it's not, not given any of any politics at all to any maiden albums really fair <laughs> enough fair <laughs> enough i just wondered if it influenced it at all i probably did i, I mean that's the climate at the time when they're writing this album yeah i don't think i don't know i didn't dwell on on it too hard <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right the rack war was a low point for the speaking war speaking of it.
1: wars though yeah. if you want to go back to a war where there was like a cut and dry like bad guys good guys world war II, the next song "The longest day longest day so longest day it's uh it says smith harris dickinson so adrian steve harris and bruce dickinson yep so this is my favorite song on this album by a landslide yeah and i think it's in my top five all time maiden songs like, I would put it up there with, like... I don't think... Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to hate me. Okay. I love the song.
0: I love this song, too, but I still rated it towards the bottom end of this album.
1: Okay. This is the best song on the album, and it's better than... I thought
0: you were going to say, and if you don't agree with that, you're an idiot. Because <laughs>
1: that's how well, people opinions, are. Opinions, 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 opinions. Whatever. Opinions. Everyone has opinions. They're like. Everyone's entitled to them. Yeah. But i just love it i love everything about this song it's like it's the best war song it's better than eagles dare passion dale is it a d-day song it's all about d-day so this yeah. song is it is i it? would say the song is i like the song better than the trooper i think this yeah. is up there with the trooper like i think this song and the trooper are like two of the best maiden songs yeah of all time and people always throw that term like epic around now, like on the internet. Like everything's epic. I'm like, the sandwich is epic. This yeah. episode of this I've got this epic thing, whatever, probably about five times in my life. But this history. is, this literally, this literally has, is epic. Literally has an epic feel to it. And I mean literally not. In a figuratively way. <laughs> not, not the way like, yeah. I'm literally going to die. It's so cold outside. Yeah. No, no but like, this it's, is epic. It's, it's like epic. It, it's, so the, yeah, the term the longest day, there's a book and a movie. With that title. It comes from uh, the German General Rommel. He yeah. said, uh, when he's talking about D-Day, he That's said, right. The first 24 hours of the invasion will be decisive. The fate of Germany depends on the outcome. For the Allies, as well as Germany, it will be the longest day. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, song the song is directly about it. Yeah. The, the
0: I have a kind of a weird uh, Remembrance Day, Canadian Remembrance Day uh, tradition. I always watch Saving Private Ryan, which is okay. one of my favorite movies. Yes. Yeah. Right,
1: so you saw that YouTube video? Did um, they? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Has anyone meshed it? Yeah, there's a, if you go on no. YouTube right now, it's that whole opening theme no. set to this, and it's edited. You're joking? To, to perfectly smooth. Yeah, it's great.
0: Oh man, what did?
1: You, oh, how have you not sent that to me? Uh I don't know. I've seen it year ago. I'm too ago. busy deep diving on the view. <laughs> You're too I'm busy binge watching. i there. Sharon uh, View. Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, on Sharon, the Osbourne. View. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne gets owned by Ben Shapiro. But this is like straight up about D Day, like the whole yeah. song about it, and like. It's like overlord your master not your God because Operation overlord that's such a great song yeah and it built just it builds this like suspense and tension like the first part's all s- suspense and tension and then like they hit the beach and yeah. then, like it gets really intense and yes. like the mood changes yeah and one of my favorite parts is when they're they're coming up on the beach in the lyrics and he's mm-hmm. like uh the world alight, light the cliffs erupt in flames where they're like the the guns open yeah. up. And you can hear like artillery and nico throws these little fills in that are like totally off time and it sounds just like artillery it's like and it's like it just totally sets the mood i think i have a clip of it now hold on a second you can't Yeah, so like the the boats are like getting close and when they get into firing range yeah these these the super off time fills nickel throws it's like it just sounds like artillery like random yeah but it still kind of fits the music it's cool and then when enter hell's gate is like the front of the landing craft doors and they just charge the beat yeah but uh, and like this is the part i love is the whole part is like suspense it's almost like they're like nervous scared and then once the action starts when the enter hell's gates the mood changes and it's like just accelerates it's accelerates accelerates yeah. accelerates and then it goes into the solo one of my favorite maiden solos of all time which is why this is one of my favorite songs the guitar harmonies in this are great and the three guitars together yeah like this is one of the songs where they really use the three guitars and it just sounds insanely awesome there's this really intense part that the solo comes out of and it's like you're in a battle you can feel like the stress and the tension yeah and then it cuts through, and when the solo, it can feel like the point where they actually break through the line because yes. the solo gets through so like tri, it gets this triumphant sound. Feel the tide of the battle actually turning. It's like they're attacking, they're getting slaughtered. That's right. And when they finally break through, the, the lyrics talk about like they finally make it through, and it's just this like triumphant feel. And it's all in the solo. Like the solo takes it from like it's like they're telling a story. That's when they break through. Yeah. And the first solo, Adrian uses that thing where he does the tremolo picking when he bends a note and picks it really fast. It sounds awesome. And then like the second part yannick and adrian come in and they do this harmony thing dave murray plays yeah. these chords under but you can hear the two guitars playing in harmony which yep. i guess normally you would double track that in the studio yeah but like they played it live so it's like two guitars playing in harmony which is super cool it's like thin Lizzy style and then like there's more harmony things and then like at the very end dave murray comes in with this little solo part and for dave murray it's very like melodic because a lot of times dave murray will just yeah. like run up and down like he'll just improvise these solos and they sound pretty cool right. i don't know it's just this solo just blows my mind.
0: Yeah, it's for me. I I had this rated under an eight, out of seven five. I know oh, that now, now ten. Ah, now, uh, now no. Look, when you explain it this way, absolutely. But like when he drols on, like how long is the longest day? Like the chorus times. For me, I always see it as a lull in the album, even though like when the context, and that's where I want to talk about D Day because D Day is such an important piece in the war. It's not just when they obviously broke back to the mainland, but also from you know. Uh, Newfoundlanders, we were a part of uh, yeah. the English Commonwealth. We were a Dominion at the time. And we were not a part of Canada. So, like, where we live was not a part of Canada until 49. But So we were in the war from the beginning. And, of course, but Canada came in and won Juneau Beach. Now, we were fighting the Newfoundland Regiment, had been more or less decimated, but fought with the British, British but on the border. But... There was all these breakthroughs there. So like, what, as soon as you say D Day for me, it breaks my heart to to think that I could rate it anything less than a ten. But this
1: song just captures that mood yeah. completely. And we talked before, and I, I and the it was solo a of, more yeah. than more than any other maiden song. Yeah, this solo completely captures the mood and the theme of the song, it's like storming the beach and breaking through. Like the solo just like tells that story almost like lyrics would. It does. My, my well, I'm play for you. Yeah, cool, cool. You cool. Can Go for it. it. Yeah, because it's so amazing. It is by far my favorite part. This is my favorite moment on any song on this album. I think this is really them taking advantage of having three guitars and doing something like above and beyond this song just it blows my mind okay i've got top five maiden songs i have i haven't actually made a list so if i actually made the list but like i can't think of another
0: you're hitting me like this is probably the hardest dilemma for me because it's d-day but for me this song drags on because it's right in the middle of the album
1: oh man if this song was 20 minutes
0: yeah no like look when, you, when, when that solo started and when this is where this podcast is really changing my view of Maiden because we're deep diving on stuff like I said I always just listen to the lyrics like Longest Day I always it was like about D-Day but I never thought of it like when you would describe it as him like Charging the Beaches I love that stuff and I've read all the history I love it I, I just always think look back at that and think like we can never live up to those people and that you know that all these spoiled what people... What does that have with, to do with the song? With their, um, <laughs> look, the, all the avocado toasts in the world, like, you know, the, the people that are that are in this world they don't realize the sacrifices that were made for the freedoms we have. And then we've got this whole culture now that just chuck freedoms away. Like I would think that when you yeah. if
1: you like had to like round up a bunch of millennials and throw oh them in a landing craft oh they my would God. like You know places like Sweden where you have to do the Is it Sweden where you have to do the one year
0: no there's a bunch of countries to do that uh, Germany used to I don't think they still do but Switzerland does it and I know that Israel does it okay. uh, Sweden I don't know what they have but the Maybe mandatory military service which is a good concept for nationhood but nationhood is a bad thing nowadays we should be a borderless world where everybody is all friends and that's end but uh, do you think that but does anyway. good
1: for like building character in the youth like at least they have a little bit of discipline by the time they I think so. I think uh, you should be able to make your bed and shine, shine, and shine your shoes
0: but I mean, you know, like I'm old fashioned in that way but absolutely. Yeah. But but back to this for a second. <laughs> so like the, uh, so when, when we talk about D-Day, all that stuff, I just look at these people's amazing heroes. As a matter of fact, I got a story to tell you. I was at a, uh, a at a uh, Mill Street Bar, no, it wasn't Mill Street. It was the place where Mill Street is now in the airport in Toronto back in the early 2000s, like almost 20 years ago. I was a young young man at the time. And I pulled up to the bar. And it's funny because I, I ran in the same bartender and told the story. He still works down there in the airport and he's a great guy. And uh, we relived it. But I was there and I was getting a flight back to Newfoundland. I was up on the mainland for whatever school or something. And there was a fella next to me and we started chatting. He was from Sudbury, Ontario. And he was in this early 70s and uh, to me that was old at the time but he wasn't that old uh you know looking back on it and we were drinking away and then uh we were having a beer and we were chatting and you know I'm from Newfoundland he said oh we're up in Sudbury there's all kinds of Newfoundlanders there best kind right had a big old chat about that and then uh, by and by I noticed he has a uh, plastic uh, uh, you know a, a false arm uh, a prosthetic and uh, I said, you know, I said, he said, uh, well, with this prosthetic, you know, he said something about to, to getting the beer in. And I said, well, I said, how'd you get that? And he said, oh, I got it a long time ago. And I said, how'd you get it? He said, well, uh, I got it on Juno Beach when I was 17 years old. And I was floored. I was like. 17. Yeah. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah. I said, you're a war hero. And he was like, no, I'm not a hero. I was like, what happened? And he said, well, I showed up on the, I showed up. I was 17. I landed on Juneau Beach. I was there for about a minute and a grenade went off and I woke up in the hospital and I had no arm and I was like Florida I was like you're a hero to me man like that is an insane story and he's like well you know I don't remember doing anything but I got strapped on my side and my arm was gone and I'm just That world, like, and that guy got his prosthetic arm, went on, worked in the submarine mines a whole career, raised a family. He's not going out, what defines me? What pair of shoes or haircut do I need? Like, like they're just a different...
1: He's not triggered by things. Oh,
0: man. And I was like, (laughs) can I buy you as many beers as you want? And he was like, no, I have my beer. Like, I don't want to have two or three because I'm going
1: to be playing. I would love for someone to, like, accuse him of using (sighs) microaggression. He'd be like, "Uh, I'll tell you about aggression. (laughs) Uh, Oh,
0: my God. Exactly. And that guy is just amazing.
1: thousands and thousands of people like storming this beach and yeah. every single one of them has like a story like that.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's crazy.
1: That's right. And the, the the other thing, like my grandfather joined the war,
0: he never went over. He, he ended up leaving Newfoundland and going to Nova Scotia and then back here and he was working with the Canadian Military Station in Newfoundland and uh, he uh, worked as a radio operator because he, he was trained. So he was doing the radio stuff and he his brothers went to war and then he was always so upset about that because he was like, he, the rest of his life he felt like you know, he wished he'd have gone over. And his yeah. brothers come back. One of his brothers did, did really well and actually got killed in a training exercise. It was well up in the military in the in the, in the the 50s. He died mm-hmm. in a, an accident in Gagetown. Five five officers were killed in, in New Brunswick. But, you know, I remember my sister, when she was a little girl, she told him, and we told the story of this funeral um, about uh, her saying, you know, well, if you'd have gone over, maybe I wouldn't be here and, and no one would be around. And he said, fair enough. He's a very jovial man. But, you know, that that defined everything. And I think now we just take it all for granted. So for me to look at this song, some cases in this song, there's parts where it drags on. I agree with you, Longest Day is, is resonance. But for me, it's a lull in the middle but of the album. But it's the
1: longest day, and it did yeah. drag on. It's about a, like, storming the beach uh, so, like that. I get it, what... but when you're listening to it and you're
0: thinking about that, you cannot oh, like it
1: because it's such a moment. See, to know. me, like, every second of the song is like... It's a per, it's a perfect. But that's where song. the deep dive counts because yeah. you deep dive in you when you th- when you think about
0: this song you were thinking about the beaches now from now on I will yeah and that's where the
1: context matters when this podcast is done I'll show you that mashup of uh, Saving Private Ryan with the oh, song man. I'll cry. it's really cool <laughs> yeah it is I get I remember watching Saving Private Ryan in the in the theater and being like. I watch it. I have it on Blu-ray. I watch it every year. It is the best movie. It's the most intense. It should be
0: mandatory watching. And people don't talk about it. They're like, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is great. Pulp Fiction is a great movie. I love Pulp Fiction. But Mm -hmm. man, like Private Ryan, because it was so big budget, I don't think people realize how epic it was. When people went into the theaters, like... Actual people who were there, they were having flashbacks, they were crying, they were freaking out, they were like, it's so real. They had so much historic knowledge behind that film that they actually did Band of Brothers after. And they're, they're historians, PhDs, yeah. the, like people that are degreed up to the yin-yang that were in there that knew all the stuff. They re, they, they even had to remake uh, a lot of the uniforms because the uniforms didn't still exist. They made them back in the same way that they were made.
1: What do you think about this for an idea? Yeah. We're going to see Maiden. Yes, we see the Manchester shows. Yes. We go down, do a tour of those battle sites. The beaches. Done. And then we go to London for the two other yeah. shows.
0: Yeah, but the the problem is is like we're not going over to France, are we? We can do the it's Dunkirk arrival. Ride. Have you seen the Dunkirk It's a
1: train train ride.
0: I'm I'm embarrassed. I haven't and seen a Dunkirk. Very ride.
1: Have yes, you it's seen Dunkirk? Right. You've yeah, seen it? It's pretty good. Yeah? It's no saving from Fire where I am. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, okay. So, Alright, next song. Next song. Oh, okay. Alright, It's enough. not a movie review podcast. Not a movie
0: review. Well, look, it's a, it's a lot of things podcast. That's
1: true. As well, whatever we get on to. If there's anyone who listens... Well, there's anything that's tied to Maiden, I don't mind talking
0: about If there's podcast. anyone who's listening to this, who doesn't like World War II, and thinks that...
1: Or who hasn't seen Saving Private Ryan. Like, or hasn't, yes. favorite, No, I'm go listen go. to... Go. go watch Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, go watch it. And then listen to The, to, uh, the Longest Day. Yes. Next out song. of the shadows yeah great vocals yeah uh, pretty simple song so to me I said that this one has Bruce Dickinson written all over it like yeah. I think this is very much like his solo work yes and it's a Dickinson it's, it yes. has a writing credit on it too I don't know it's it's short for this album at 5:35 it's pretty short second shortest song. After a different world, I don't know. If it was any longer than that, it would like wear out its welcome. I think. Yeah. It's pretty simple. It's, it's a good song, and the the vocals are good on it. Dave Murray plays a really cool like background thing all the way through, kind of bluesy. And uh, I love the tone of Adrian's guitar solo when he goes through. It's like fuzzed out, really like overdriven sounding. It's kind of like a ballad. Probably. Do you think this is the most ballady song since like Wasting Love? Maybe. Yeah. The
0: Dark? I mean, it's it, it, to me, it's just. It's a, it's a simple song. It's not that complex for me. Like you're yeah. you're leading in the reincarnation of Benjamin Brigg, and that's yeah. like such a deep song. So for me, I think, almost like yeah. almost look at both of these songs, and like we just went through a longest See day to me, this, like, this is kind me, of like, breathers.
1: Yeah, this one is kind yeah. of like you just went through the longest day, which to me is like the best. Yeah, and like these colors aren't wine, run brighter brighter in the yeah. You're on the pumped kilogram. up. The right? longest day is so intense. Yeah, and this is kind of like like you said. I never thought of that term, but like a breather. It's like whew, yeah. It's just like a simple song. You see, I, I get
0: it on the beginning of the longest day, but then when they yeah. go how long, and then they drag it out, I almost get ah, and I put it down and like. See, I get goosebumps when I hear that part. Yeah, well, we've covered that, <laughs> but then, then, and then when we, we but this song, I think is, it, I
1: wouldn't call yeah. it filler, but Other it's show, like no, it's, it's decent.
0: Man, but, I mean, it's, it's a great song. I, I put it around a seven,
1: seven and a half. At is the it day. the worst song on the album? Maybe least favorite album, song the album. It's
0: definitely my lowest rated. I mean, you know, there's there's one at the tail end we'll talk about that I've got a bit around that area. But I mean, okay. either one of these, I mean, would be like the best tra- track on, yeah. uh you know, Final Frontier, Dance of Death. I mean, they're great. no way they'd be top three.
1: No way. Are you kidding? Right? Okay. Well, right. when we get to those albums, well, well, I have a feeling when we do. uh Final Frontier. Yeah, it's gonna be me and you like arguing the whole time. Through. Well, fair enough. Because I, I don't know. I so I had to order it on vinyl. Though. I don't have it on vinyl okay. yet, so I'll get that. Reissue it. So. Okay. Yeah. Next song. Yes. Reincarnation of Benjamin Brigg. And I noticed your T-shirt. Yes, I'm wearing the Benjamin Brigg T-shirt. With yes. Like digging the
0: grave. Which is an awesome vinyl. It's pretty rare. I tried to order it. Difficult to the order. The
1: 12 inch single. Yes. No, there's a 10 inch. Oh, 10, inch. 10 inch. Oh, maybe the, t- there's
0: a 10 yeah. inch. And okay. I don't have the details in front of me. Okay. I just remember trying to buy it. And I had some sketchy guy in Sweden who was going to sell it to me for like a hundred so, yeah, dollars. It's so a, I just decided to bail on
1: It's a picture of Eddie as a yeah. grave digger with a pick. Yeah, he's it, digging a grave and there's a gravestone that says... Uh, it's, I don't know how to pronounce but it. But that's the most human-like Eddie I think I've seen. He's, wearing,
0: like, he's pretty human there.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But it, uh, the gravestone says... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, it's in Romanian. Aichi zace un om something. It means here lies a man about whom not much is known. Interesting. So that's what the Graves thinks. It. So the working title of this was called uh, Billy Bunter. Billy Bunter. So if you look at the uh, what's it called? A Matter of Life and Death, the making of a matter of life and death documentary, yeah. it shows like a picture of their chart where they're showing their mixing thing and says like the revenge of Billy Bunter is written for the song because I think they didn't want to give the Name the song away or something. So, so wait, there's yeah. a story about this. Do you know anything yeah. about Benjamin No, I don't know anything. Really, that's okay. what I was going to say. So Tell let me, me
0: about it. Me, okay. I, I could have searched it, but okay. I knew you wanted to do okay. this.
1: In Kevin Shirley's studio diary, the guy that produced the yeah. album, he yeah. said, there's a song about a famous eccentric novelist whose memorabilia is sensitively sensitively distributed throughout the studio for inspiration. So I assume that's the song he's talking about. So B- Benjamin Briggs, okay. So... When the single was released, people were googling and there there's a website about uh this guy a what was his first initial a brieg had a like a a website where he's like looking for his cousin Benjamin Brieg he has his relative Benjamin Brieg, who disappeared yeah and so he writes about him, he says he's like a writer and a painter, and he wrote four vol- volumes of books about the occult and he had these horrible nightmares and he used to paint them and he said uh they caused distress to all who he, he let view them. All of his art was destroyed by Brieg himself. So, like, this guy, uh, he was born, like, in the early 1900s.
0: Benjamin Brieg.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so this this, uh, this guy was, like, looking for him. And here's uh, one of the things it says. Most puzzling of all, however, has been a large number of fans of a pop group called Iron Maiden who contacted the site. Apparently, this group are releasing a song called The Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg. Naturally, the very mention of the name was of interest to me, and I wondered if they could possibly know something about my cousin. I tried to contact the record company to discover if they knew my relative. Unfortunately, when I did manage to speak to someone with authority, they were unable to give me satisfactory explanation as my cousin's name came to be used in the title of a song. So this guy, like, heard about it. He heard about it, and he contacted, I guess he called the record company and no one could give me any information. He was contacted by a guy in Romania, and he arranged a meeting with him and uh that's the last entry was he was supposed to meet this guy from romania who said he knew something about his cousin so we know benjamin
0: brigg was an artist who did some (laughs) paintings and disappeared and the paintings he couldn't look at and that cousin destroyed his paintings
1: no no benjamin brigg destroyed his own paintings paintings. because he said when he saw those that must be awesome well i have a picture of one
0: (gasps) right here okay no one else can see this
1: oh my god that looks like a melted eddy yeah so anyway uh, this Benjamin Brigg website everyone was like we gotta tweet that out so everyone was like well, what's the deal with this like why yeah. did Maiden write a song with this like random guy yeah. that this guy is searching for so then I was reading on the forums and someone did a it was uk. yeah and they looked at the domain registra- registration and the domain registration was like uh, someone's name and there was someone's name who has like a credit with like the Iron Maiden Thing. so it was like a whole thing was like a fake iron maiden
0: so there's no it's just a backstory This they up.
1: just made it up and they made this fake website uh m- way before that's why it looks like an eddie so yeah it's like so, a throwaway yeah. eddie art yeah so they but i think that was kind of funny this is 2006 right so like iron maiden made this fake website with this fake backstory way later they kind of they just let people find it i don't like it so when you google i think it's funny it's like a promotional thing yeah it's garbage so,
0: yeah, i thought that was cool uh, like people are so their first single you got a, a shirt there and all this. I thought there was
1: something cool behind this So the first, well, it's a good song.
0: <laughs> the, it first, is an amazing the first the first single,
1: yeah, comes out. They announced the first single, and yeah. people are like, Benjamin Brigg who's Benjamin Brigg And they do what I did, which is Google them, yeah. And you find a couple of links, and then you chase one, it's this guy's diary, and you're like, holy crap, like, why are they whatever? Yeah. And then turn, anyway, I thought he it was a good for a
0: dog, though. Now, you know, like, like
1: kinda, I don't know, I already so, named my dog Ace Freely, <laughs> Ace Freely, that's right. Speaking of how much you hate Kiss, I named my dog after Ace. I know, really.
0: I thought it was Ace's high, but anyway.
1: Anyway, it's a it's a second solo off. Oh, it's the first solo off the album. So it just goes to show, like Maiden, they release a seven minutes. The first so- single off the album is like seven minutes long because they know they're not going to get any play on the radio.
0: I don't know, like so, you know, we're here in 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 Newfoundland, in, in historic city, right downtown, and off the cliffs there at the window. Yeah, they hung a a bunch of people that had uh, a bunch of Irish uh, revolutionaries who wanted to and overthrow this place hill, yeah because yeah, that, 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 the Irish there's so many Irish fishermen here and they had numbers and they wanted to I mean, overthrow the whole story is right behind us in the Basilica we're right downtown it, it, you know they went up and someone gave confession and, and you know and, and said that they were going to do this and of course uh, the guys got hung from the rocks there's so many deep stories. Like, why are you making up people? Like, England, like per square mile, has a million of those. And my maiden has done a bunch of like historical I know stuff. they've done so much, but was, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, I'm I'm gutted right now. I thought there was a good story coming. I thought I that did, was a great story. I didn't search out it because yeah. I was like, I knew you you said there's a lot coming. I looked at the vinyl and I was like, I'm gonna spend this money on the vinyl because that's an awesome cover. Now I now I don't even want it. But if people hadn't of, uh... if you were like, here's the vinyl for free. Benjamin Greek, perfect perfect condition, I'd be like the long.
1: Man, you're so weird. I am weird. Stuff that turns you off of music. I don't care, eh, man. I, I
0: just thought, just that, was, I thought that was cool. Yeah, making up stuff.
1: Uh we just most went, maiden songs are made up stuff. There, there. But
0: the longest day. <laughs> you're like just start talking about I D-Day. Only like songs the two days later. About real let's things. make up a character who wrote paintings no one could look at and his cousins looking for him. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I don't like it understandable like like. Like, there's a there's, there's hundred things that could be better than that I mean there's <laughs> there's people in mental asylums that have had crazy trips that have gone in under crazy circumstances come out there's people that have like you know the insane stuff that that's occurred and I just think you know you don't need to make stuff up
1: great song cool. though an
0: amazing song and it's so good it's just uh, it's worthy of so much more in the backstory
1: b-sides on it were you know those radio sessions I was telling you about where they like yeah. just go into, a st- into... I guess they were for some radio broadcast where right. they just played in the studio. They did "Hollywood Trooper, and Run to the Hills depending yeah. on which But they But did. they
0: recorded them differently, didn't they? That was the thing I remember. They're live, live takes. They're live takes, yeah. Which was... The Trooper live would be awesome there.
1: Yeah, I have them... Yeah. I'll uh, let you hear them later. Yeah. I don't have clips of them, but like... It's just the band playing them. Like, most of the time when you hear Live Maiden yeah. there's audience in the background because it's a live album. But this is like Live Maiden... But they're in a radio studio, so there's no crowd noise, and it just sounds awesome. It sounds better than the album. Excellent. There's like five, I think, from these sessions, and they're just amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I do like that. There's now, a video that, for the song. It's, now uh, that could be enough to win me back on that. Song. there's a video for the song too, which is a uh, pretty decent. Like Maiden was doing those like computer animated videos for a while, yeah. which were like crap. This one is it's live footage but then it's kind of the whole thing's like a moving it's like a collage of like pictures of iron maiden with like live footage spliced in yeah. and i'm like can you just do that if you don't want to go through the work of making real video yeah like just i don't know oh, it's, de- cool. it's a decent video it's not nothing to write home about but it's better than like the different world video or wildest dreams I'm, I'm still excited about the, the second side of the single but
0: I'm let down by the whole thing. I thought there was some backstory here because when I read through the lyrics I was enjoying the vinyl because it is such an epic song. I would probably peg this as my favorite song.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well. This is our friend in Australia his favorite song. Actually I guess this tour he saw them in Italy I think in Venice. Yeah. He saw the I think it was I can't remember where it was I think that's where it was that he saw the maiden tour and this is the tour shirt. it has the dates on the back. Well. So this is his favorite song. The backstory is totally made up I can see why Fox would like it. (laughs) I thought that was a cool story. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. I do Especially get a you, kick you're out of Mr. It. like marketing and clever, blah, 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 blah. I
0: love the marketing and clever stuff, but also, I'm also, you know, I love the history. Yeah. And for me, I mean, if you can tie it back. But then again, look, I can also take the other side of it, which is so many times they pick like a historical figure, like Alexander the Great. What what, what do. about
1: the, the song what To Tame a Land? uh i do based on the book dune and that's all made up yeah so you don't like that anymore but
0: but the no i do but (laughs) but that's pop culture reference but the the um if you pick so they're inventing pop culture and then (laughs) hear me out i'm making your point here so if you if you pick um a reference to someone and like you know it's just they'll they'll sometimes you know like let's be honest the average rock star is i mean you think about the layers of the music you're talking about the recordings then like we talked a couple of podcasts ago, but 180 shows in a year. I mean, they're not in the archives. Find like this is not you know finding stuff. They're not going through and going wait now you know it's not Da Vinci Code which is also BS. But like they don't have that. They go to like the Cole's notes and they pick out someone. Oh that's a cool story and then they make a song around it. And in a lot of cases. Uh, so I don't know.
1: I you think, know what? I'm giving I'm giving, yeah. I'm giving super, what you're saying. Yeah, because, but Bruce is very well read. Yeah. So I think he. I don't know. I think when he writes lyrics, they're like. About, they are. He knows but, what he's talking
0: but about. But they're like. also at a level. You again. It goes back to what we talked about before. When you talk to uh, about music, to people about music, they go. Oh well, you like you like you know this band. Oh well, you heard side B on this obscure thing that was only sold in in Japan, and you're like, yeah. "That's the best sign they've ever released." I'm like, "You're just a douchebag who's trying to differentiate yourself." So, yeah. But the, histo- we do that all the time. Though. Historians Amazing. do that. People are all like, the time.
1: "Josh, do you like Run of the Hills?" And you're like,
0: "Yuck! I hate <laughs> that. I want to hear absolutely the not. legacy." I say I love Run of the Hills. I was saying I hate Stairway
1: to Heaven. Oh, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, I, we had that go. debate. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I hate it because everybody, it's it's. You don't hate it. You're sick of it. There's a difference. That's what. I, that's the way I see it. No, I hate it. You said you never liked that song. I don't, like or... okay. I don't like Both. it. I don't like it. Both.
0: And when stairway to heaven... For me, Led Zeppelin is all about the groove.
1: Yeah, what about is... when the
0: solo kick's in that?
1: Yeah, that, it's I awesome. can't...
0: No, I hate it. I just... Look, Stairway to Heaven. It's a good song. Yeah. I'm just... I don't want to listen to it.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm sick of it. Yeah. I think I said this before. I said, I don't know. I don't want to eat, like pepperoni and cheese pizza every day because I'm sick of it. But does that mean that pe- pepperoni and cheese pizza is gross? Yeah. Why? Yeah,
0: your analogy is wrong <laughs> because Stairway to Heaven is not... Look, my problem with Stairway to Heaven, and I, I this yeah. is this is a new take on it, my problem with Stairway to Heaven is it's not an actual reflection of what's great about Led Zeppelin. That's my problem. I, I totally
1: disagree. No way. All right. I, well, you're wrong. Anyway, well, this is the... Led Zeppelin podcast Pick but I totally anything, disagree anything
0: with from the first three albums is better no way
1: anything no way oh my god okay
0: alright oh my god we're gonna come to, come to 50 cuffs <laughs> come to blows uh, well reincarnation at Benjamin Brick I gave it a 9 out of 10 because it's so good I mean just it. it, it it's 7 and a half
1: minutes i give it an 8 it. you give it an 8 I would I, haven't, I don't rate them but just off the top of my head Oh, that's pretty deadly. You know what? what? This song would be on the verge of making it in the top half of the album for me, and
0: I love it. I I really, really like it. I love this, and you know what? I find for the I like
1: these colors don't run better. I like brighter than a thousand Sun better. I like the longest day better, obviously.
0: And where we're going with the for greater good, God, this is my peak on the second half of the album. I love these colors don't run, and then brighter than a thousand suns. I love this peak. And you know what's killing me about the podcast? One thing that's killing me is like the vinyl player's right there, and we got this. I'm just dying to crank it right now. Like, I wish we could be talking over it, but you just can't record like that. Yeah. But like, how good would it be to just be screaming right now?
1: It definitely mean me you sitting around being like, awesome, awesome. This is amazing. <laughs> which is what we would do. Which is almost what before we're doing we anyway. had a podcast, <laughs> which is what we would do all the time. Oh, my God. So, okay, next song. For the greater yeah. good of God. I can't God. remember
0: what we were disagreeing about. I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> anyway. For the
1: greater good of God.
0: Track yes. Number eight. Yes. Is it the, well. Wait now. Before we move on to greater good. Of, no. This is yes. No. I want to get on this one while we're on it. So this is side three. Is the reincarnation of Benjamin Breek and then the greater good of God. Yeah. Longest song. Which on the like one. his vocals when he's like, "Please tell me what life is like."
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, for me, this song is a wake up call for any true maiden fan who doesn't know this album. Just crank this on. Just put the song on. This would be my intro song. Even though it's it's long, it's 9 Like the way he leans into it. Like if you like Evil That Men Do, like you're gonna love this yeah, song. I like this that. song is so good. And I know it's later on in the album, but this side three, Benjamin Brie and Greater Good God, is my favorite side. Now, really, in I'm fairness, I'm that. almost saying side one, no. I don't know. I'm going back and forth. The recency <laughs> bias. <laughs> Man, there's, this album is so good. But this, yeah, this song How is good like is 100% album?
1: Steve Harris, right? This yes. Song. So, I don't know. Great or good? Yeah. Again. I love it, man. It's so good. Man. To me, this whole song, like the middle solo instrumental part, mm. is the best part. Yes. Like not the lyrics so much. Yeah. You know what mm. I mean? But The intro kind of- is like kind of blah. But then when the drums come in, it gets really good. Yeah, but it,
0: and and it's got such a charging for yeah. the greater good of God. Like yeah. you could just this at a concert. When the please tell me
1: now what life is part comes yeah. in, that's that's where it starts getting oh, good. Yes, the build up before like that. What like, life is slow. like? It's, it's yeah. so
0: good. This would in a concert, you could just. It's a kind of sign nine minutes, and you would scream along and bump your fist, and you'd be exhausted, and it'd yeah. feel like
1: two minutes. And the thing I love about this too is like it's yeah. one of those guitar solos where like Yannick does the first part, Adrian does the second, and then Dave yep. comes in and finishes off. It's great, and they all they its very much their trademark sounds. Like the Yannick part. Yeah. I remember saying earlier how about like Yannick solos—he sounds like he's kind of about to fly off. Yeah. He kind of reins it in. It's like out, almost out of control, but I don't know. He—he he does that in this, and Dave Murray's part in this is really cool sounding. That's right. So I don't know. Anyway, the—you know—the part where he goes for the greater good of God, and the guitar goes like that part sounds very Yannick-y to me. So I'm surprised that Yannick doesn't have a writing credit it sounds like something that Yannick would write like he always writes those little parts you know what I mean like the beginning yeah. of uh, the beginning of The Pit Pilgrim or uh, like Dance of Death those songs yeah. you know those songs that he writes on? I know yeah so that that part I would have swore this was Yannick co-write just because of that part but I guess not
0: maybe Harris got greedy and just gave him a
1: but this song is not one of my favorites it'd be in my bottom few songs really it's not a favorite It's. I gave it a 9.5 it's a bit too long I would give it a seven and a half, eight.
0: 8 yeah Friendship over.
1: <laughs> I start, don't think start your own podcast. So I think these colors don't run is better. Yes. I think bright, brighter than the thousand suns is better. Maybe the pilgrim is better. The longest day is definitely better. I mean, it's brunette. Brieg, it's I think brunette better. blonde
0: redhead. It's all good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. How do you mi- how do you mix and match? These are so. I, I know what you're saying, but I. I know it's hard to pick. Right. This what album is just the more I dig into it. Yeah. And remember, what was our context leading up to this? This was my favorite album starting out. And, uh, you know, I, I really, I really love this album. Remember when we came back and you plugged in my iPod? Yeah. And it was just off the charts. I mean, I must have, I, I swear to God, I listen to this album at least every single day for two years. Yeah. At least. Because there was days I listened to it three times. And there's yeah. some days I didn't. Never once did I sit there with a track list or a set of, I just like listened to the background. And I listen to it working out, walking to work. I mean, every day. And, I, uh, uh, you know, in our last few podcasts, we've been talking about it. Like, I've been so focused on the early stuff and the Book of Soul store. And, you know, we had the Blaze debate, and that was fun. And I've dug yeah. you into know, those albums a bit and enjoyed some of it. And, you know, we can take that offline another time. But now that we've done this review and I bought that album there, which wasn't a cheap vinyl, it's amazing quality, and the whole packaging of the vinyl is deadly. I'm like right back up there I'm putting it back in my in my top three top five like this album yeah. is oh, it's awesome
1: great. it's the best of the the yeah. six member lineup this yes. is their best album
0: I think so too well I think
1: I don't know Book of do you Souls? put it ahead of
0: Book of Souls it's hard
1: to tell because the, Book of Souls still has that newness to it so the Even newness we too
0: talked too about too. this so I haven't been listening to Book of Souls since the live chapter and I listened to it twice in the last two days yeah. in the truck
1: on CD yeah man it's good it is it's really good when we
0: gotta wait to break down Book of Souls yeah. because well it's a double album it takes about 18 podcasts oh, that's true plus, plus <laughs> the stories plus the live chapter
1: yeah well, that's, that's alright we'll break it up Whatever long it takes we'll get through it we'll get through it but uh, yeah do we, know, want,
0: do we want to wrap it here and finish off the no, album and let's another finish off or the keep album. Going, keep yeah going. let's keep going let's do
1: it so right. the next song is Lord of Light eh good um, I
0: love I love the lyric we are in the shadows of one unholy ghost I love that
1: this song uh, is really cool. It's all yeah. just about... Well, Lord of Light, I guess, is like Satan, right? Yeah. Like, Lucifer means light It's another bearer, one of the right? religious themes that's thrown in here. Yeah, but this that's one's great, very, you know. like... Uh, yeah. I don't know. This song, yeah, it's really evil-sounding, which is... I don't know. It's, it's cool. Like, seven minutes plus. It's cool. But the thing is, like, they mix it up enough in the seven minutes that it doesn't get boring. You know what mm. I mean? They do different beats and little cool instrumental parts. Yes. And, it's, and there's like light parts and heavy parts and fast parts and slow parts, so it doesn't seem that long. It does yeah. seem long, but it doesn't get boring, right? Where Benjamin Brieg is long, the same length seems like it like flies by. This one doesn't seem like it flies by, oh, okay. but it doesn't. Get boring. I thought
0: you were gonna go the opposite. I was gonna say Brieg is way quicker. I would yeah. think it's like two thirds. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. No, Brig Yeah, seems yeah. shorter. This one does yeah. seem like seven minutes. Yeah. But doesn't get boring. Yeah. That's cool, and it has that like trademark maiden gallop. Yeah. Part in the middle, which is cool. Dave Murray's solo is kind of like forgettable. It's like generic Dave Murray legato. Well, Adrian was, you know, he wrote The the Adrian solo is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people, I was reading online, a lot of people compare this to Lord of the Flies, which I don't see. No, they compare like the vocals. Lord of the Flies is one of those good takeaways. Butterflies yeah, is a great song, but I mean, saying. the song I don't think sounds like. I think it it's just because it has. Era. I think it has the word "lord" in it, yeah. so people would compare them. Yeah. Together. Is that and all? And they of kind this? of they're kind of forcing in their brain that sounds the same, and like the. Yeah. The verses have that same like kind of where it goes up and then it comes down and then it goes up and yeah. it comes down, so they kind of sound the same. You know what I mean? And yeah. the beginning of this is like I don't know. Hold on, I've uh I made it, because I was trying to. There's so much people. There's so many people comparing the two songs together yeah that i mashed two of them together just to see if they sound the same and i was like maybe they do but they i think they're just like forcing it so this is like the beginning of a verse of this song and then lord of the flies and then it goes back and forth so it's like switching back and forth between the two and they do kind of i can see how like one goes up and one comes down but like i think it's just the they both start with lord so people are like forcing it but anyway see what you think It's kind of forced. Yeah. I don't I I don't really see it. I don't get it. It like, like you're picking yeah. a very small you similarity and kind of like Yes, yeah. extrapolate it. Yeah. Any crest exactly.
0: in a song you could do that to it. Yeah. So yeah. to me It's just the Lord. Yeah. That's a, that's like a very simple yeah. And if analogy. they
1: both weren't called Lord something, yeah. no I don't think anyone would, even I even would do have that. ever connected No one would so, do that.
0: Yeah. They're totally unrelated. Yeah. I gave this one an eight out of ten. I don't know why. I mean I I, I look at it I'm like, It's a good song. The beginning is really
1: creepy. It's weird because the intro sounds so creepy. Yeah. But then once it kicks in, it doesn't sound like creepy anymore with the exact same melody. I don't know if they're playing different chords underneath it or something. Yeah. But uh th- there's, a, there's a part in it where they say, uh, this is like unrelated to the song actually, but there's a part where they're like, uh, fire breathing leads the way. Yeah, I love that. So before I looked up the lyrics. Yeah. And... It doesn't sound like they're saying this at all, but I used to always think the first couple of times I heard it, I thought they were saying Iron Maiden leads the way, and I was like, "Oh, there are they?" I was song, thinking but dragons,
0: I, but then I guess it's flames. Were but I didn't
1: realize they were saying fire breathing leads the way. Anyway, but I thought those yeah. anyway, and then I looked and I was like, okay, and now want to hear it, I'm like, it doesn't sound. What like does it actually that mean though? Fire breathing? Like, what does it mean? Eh, it's a cool song. Yeah, maybe. It's but I mean, I think it's, it. it's like they kind of buried that as the song right I before Acropolis, <laughs> <laughs> right before fire. the legacy hits, which yeah. the legacy is the last track what do you think mm. of the legacy
0: um i would put this as uh, like i love it it's a good song
1: nine minutes 20 seconds yeah um and you so know, this is it's a, actually
0: pretty high tempo yeah especially in the start for an ending song
1: so this one took me yeah this one mm-hmm. i never listened to that much yes and it's only it took me years to grow on me yeah and i didn't really start to love it until we started listening to this album a lot now this yes. is one of those songs where like now i still totally appreciate yeah it's a slow burn yeah so this is 100 percent a yannick song yes so, all these times when you're talking to people and they're like, Yeah, I don't like Yannick. Yeah, Yannick, play this. what does Yannick do? Yannick doesn't contribute anything. Yeah. He always does dance around, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Well, the pilgrim, this. Yeah, I'm like, Listen, play them this song, and like, so, this is what Yannick does. This is what Yannick gives to the band. Yeah. So, it's cool. It has that little like, yeah. acoustic intro, intro. You see you know what I mean? Everybody loves
0: to hate something. Yeah, I know. It's true. Everybody loves it.
1: But I like the, uh, the acoustic intro in this. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I saw two different bootleg videos. And Dave Murray's playing the acoustic part at the beginning. He has his electric strapped on. And even when they have an uh, acoustic in, like, a stand. Yeah. Like, they did at the beginning of uh, a few songs when we saw the Book of Souls tour. Book of Souls tour. And, uh, anyway, Dave Murray plays that acoustic part. But then I saw another one where Adrian's playing the acoustic part. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know if they switch it up or something. And it's cool, when they do the song live. Bruce has one of those, it's like a searchlight. You know those Krieg lights? Yeah. So he has one of those on stage, and he's moving it around and... It's very, like, World War II-ish. And he's talking all about, like, you know, the war shell shock. It's very, like, world, it has a cool World War II vibe with a yeah. searchlight.
0: Who, who moves those searchlights around? Because you wouldn't want a person there because they'd be shooting at you. But then, like, it goes around a random pattern. World
1: War Two. I assumed maybe people were, like, moving yeah, around. Yeah, you'd be underneath with a stick, moving it side to side, getting yeah, a nice shot. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a sleeper on the album. I think a lot of people don't get this far in the album. and where It's yeah. long
0: yeah and you know it's got a good pace at the start it's it's a good yeah. finish i mean it's you know the last me, third yeah. of the song
1: has that cool maiden gallop comes up and that's like a, it's like this really cool part and it's buried deep yeah i don't know how far in, maybe six minutes in i don't know how far in it is but you know that part i'm talking about and it's yeah. just like it sounds It's classic classic maiden And it just it's stuck in there. It's a great closer.
0: It's and it's interesting really that they wanted to call the album the "Legacy," and that's a classic yeah. track, right? I would I would rank that on the lower half of the album for me. I mean, I I, yeah, I, I love too. the song, but it's just so yeah. deep in. For me, I view this album as you come in. Um, these colors don't run. I talked about how much I love that. Yeah, leads in leads into brighter than a thousand stars, a pilgrim, and then longest day. You gave your perspective on that. I love that take, and I love the DD angle um definitely there but for me it lulls off a bit and there's out of the shadows but then the benjamin breed really gets going and the greater good of god just like the greater good of yeah. god just like grinds me up again and then the lord of light like for for an album it's got such a range
1: I Do you mean, think it, it kind of fills out with the song at the end?
0: It, it does. And it, it, well, it's got a good... And that, My key takeaway was it, it's it's tough to give it less than an eight for such a great song, but you're winding down and you're just... I think at that stage... Because I listen to everything continu- continuously. So at that stage, I'm almost exhausted. Because this album is a, a pacey, intense album. Yeah,
1: it is an intense album. Yeah. It's
0: dark. If you isolate, like I've done yeah. that with a vinyl, where I've isolated and listened to sides, and to be honest with you, I get a very different feel than I li- when I listen to it continuously, because it is so intense. I mean, this is an excellent song yeah. for like cardio or going to the gym. Or this I used to song? walk to work. Or no, this song, this album, this album, okay. this album, like this album will fire you. I mean, this is actually an album you could listen to if you're going to go to war. The longer right? day is for sure. Longer day would inspire me it to do anything. It. Like, well,
1: it has that eye of the tiger. Seven minutes are only going to oh, get well. through a war, but I mean, you have to take the output <laughs> on loop. But this song specifically i think is pretty cool it's a good closer yeah. and like i don't know it's cool yannick wrote this he plays the solo wrote he wrote the lyrics i'm yeah. pretty sure i don't know the other thing about this you know how it starts is like tell you a thing that you ought to know yeah. two minutes of your time then off you go or on you yeah. go that always reminds me of the beginning of rhyme of the ancient mariner yeah because remember he's like here's the rhyme of story. the ancient mariner <laughs> see his eyes he stops someone at three mesmerizes one of the wedding guests stay here and listen to the nightmares of the sea it's like someone like hold on let me tell you a story
0: yeah but there is that, that commonality overall the album for me i feel that this is that war album they always wanted to make and i'm actually surprised they didn't make it earlier with the trooper theme like they waited this late and to be honest this might never have happened if bruce didn't come back and they needed this this it rounds them out a lot of the other stuff you know, especially early years it's about the maiden and the you know the maiden space this is a really reflective album on war and it's kind of outside looking in it's very themed in the maiden space but it's I don't I don't know to, to me it's it's the eddy and there is very reflective it's not an Eddie that defines maiden the whole look of it is about them looking at a perspective in history and you know I always have that World War Two feel all of the iconography there and the, the covers is linked to that and it, it's like the war album they wanted to make. And be honest with you, everything is perfect about this album except one thing, the time they released it. I think this would be up there with Power Slave if they released this in the mid-80s. I think people would be dying for this album if it came out.
1: Yeah, but I think this is it, an it, album... Now, it's a different sound. But no, you know I think I mean? that they needed to have the... Yeah. Part of the reason that this album sounds the way it does is the three three That's guitarists right. and, yeah. three, and those three all contributing to it like you know, Adrian and Yannick and even Dave Murray wrote Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg. And like the three of them together. I don't know. I feel like I could put the album out back. I back. get the three yeah. guitar angle. Yeah. I get that. And I, I feel like coming... Of part of it too, I think, is yeah. they had Dance of Death and this seems like a continuation of like... They're like, Dance of Death is pretty good but it's not like yeah 100% what we're yeah what we're what we're aiming for and then they kind of perfected it and they took that extra step and they kind of this is like the natural
0: yeah and then actually if you take that if you take that away and you carry on then uh there has been a a core shift from early maiden and the themes you know uh versus now which are much more robust and focused themes and albums you know i think we would have to break that one down to another stage but yeah. I don't know. From my perspective, I just think that if this album was released in the mid-80s, you'd be hard pressed to find a Maiden fan, a hardcore Coral's school Maiden fan who didn't think this was one of their best. But there is a, a fact that we talked about, I think we talked about it last time, there is a fact which is that based on the time a Maiden album was, was released, there's a certain fan base that will only give it so much legitimacy. And this one is hindered by the fact that it's 2006 in the in the total overall. And for me this is a top
1: five album again. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The casual maiden fan will never go to listen.
0: Yeah. Well or the old school Maiden fan who gave yeah. up on Maiden ten, fifteen years yeah, ago. Yeah. Who's probably not listening to the podcast either.
1: Oh, they might be. Who knows? Well
0: they might be. Yeah. Get back into it.
1: Wake <laughs> up. You know? Yeah. Well if they were turned off by like the Blaze stuff and even like Fear of the Dark. Yeah. And uh that yeah. kind of stuff and Dance to Death. If they kind of yeah. were like, kind of heard those and were like, Bleh. well, this is like not those. This is yeah. a step above those, a big step above." Yeah, we gotta we gotta get into some of these some
0: yeah. more time. You know, Fair in the Dark, and yeah. we gotta get into these because there is some we can we can get a bit negative.
1: Yeah, we don't just have to get mad about it. I know to everyone's gonna things. think like these guys just all they do is listen to Maiden and talk well, about how to be awesome honest with you, say awesome mean, and amazing after you know,
0: <laughs> like there's no one in the world is like starts a podcast like but cupcakes oh it's day one I'm gluten intolerant and I
1: don't like cupcakes okay this is gonna be the shittiest podcast ever (laughs) we like Maiden so this when they toured this album yeah the set list was you have the set list the whole album from beginning to end they did the full album no you're shit yeah they started they did the first album the first song they went right through the full album how did I miss this yeah they did yeah so it didn't go over very well like a lot of people, like yeah, uh, because they didn't listen to it. Yeah, well, they're fine though. But like, I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh, Maiden's coming to town." I'll buy a ticket, and then they forget about it, and they go to the show, and they're like, "I don't know any." They of the never songs. played
0: Run to the Hills.
1: Yeah, well, they actually played. <laughs> they never played. Star no, no, they, they played happened. that, and then for for after, after when they're done playing the full album through, they did Fear of the Dark, Iron Maiden, and for the encore, Two Minutes, Evil Men Do, and How Would Be the Name? Okay, I'm mad right now. But anyway, there's a uh, I have a bootleg at home where like they're after I think it's after the fourth song, and Bruce Dickinson's like, "If you came to see Nostalgia, you came to the wrong place." He's like yelling. Good. And, and I have a uh, a video bootleg which I think is on YouTube with Uniondale, yeah. Which and, uh, and during for the greater good of God, someone has a a has a you know people hold up those like pieces of paper with like they write stuff on it and so Bruce Dixon points to it and he likes emotions like bring it over here bring it over here and so the people pass it up and Bruce Dixon takes it up and says it's this someone made a poster that says play classics and Bruce Dixon looks at it and he rips it up and he throws it and he's not impressed at all and he's like anyway he goes back into the song and I was like I don't know yeah well you know what I can completely
0: respect that because they're basically saying we're not like a greatest hits tour. we're yeah. still producing good stuff yeah. which is probably one of the core themes of our podcast I'm, I get so frustrated with people that think, like, Maiden's not over. This is not a historic oh,
1: look back. Oh, look at Book back. of Souls. Book of Souls Book is, of like Souls
0: a, is yeah. probably, you know, the recency thing we have to go. It, for me, is going to be up. If it's not one, it's not, I don't know. Like, I love, you know, Number of the Beasts. I love Power Seven. I love Seven Son. It's like, I love these albums. But Book of Souls, a yeah. double album, is so good. This one? So yeah. Good. Yeah. This one so good and brave new world we haven't even got on
1: no I know
0: you know yeah final frontier we might up with there but sail on me so
1: yeah anyway they did this album I guess people didn't know but like it was 2006 so the internet was around I guess they I don't know how they the internet was long around then by no but I mean I don't know if there's like the resources online to find out what the set list was going to be yeah you know but I mean if Maiden put out an album tomorrow or any band yeah. put out an album tomorrow yeah And in two months from now I have tickets to see them. I'd be like, Well obviously I gotta listen to the new album. So I would know the new album. Yeah. So if I had gone to this and not known and they had played the whole album, I would have just been like, If you gave me if if I I had had to go if I had to go to Taylor Swift
0: concert tomorrow with, uh, with my niece. She said, Josh, yeah, Uncle Josh, you need to take this Taylor Swift. I would listen to that album over and over again. Yeah, and I, I would, I do I would look online and find the track list so that I could lean down to her and go, hey, this song's coming up. That's your favorite song. And, like, There's no point in going to a show you don't have a clue. I mean, it's yeah. not like a movie where I mean, we're not yeah. reading spoilers. Like, to it's like you get music, as much
1: enjoyment yeah. out of the concert as the prep yeah. you put into it. And that makes it sound like you have to do homework or something. But it's not. Yeah. It's just that. Hearing songs for the first time live, like it's, just kind of. But alive. hearing
0: songs, period. Like I find, I'm not as probably as uh, I'm obviously not as as good at uh, breaking down music as you are at all. I I love music and I, it's a part of my life and it's and to be honest with you, there's certain things I can't do without music in the background. For me, an album. I'm always a slow burn guy like I'm I don't even judge an album tough listen to it 10 times because I got no feel for it I just can't until I get comfortable with it it's almost like I'm listening and reacting and waiting and then once I get used to it then I'm like okay I can judge this so you know I don't understand that that if anyone plays an album go I never heard this play it on and then they go two sides and yeah I don't like this I'm like what and it'd, it'd be like eating chicken for the first time but yeah i am never having chicken again like no eat it a few times have it different ways yeah. and then do you like chicken yes or no i mean tell me when you've had a hundred uh, no one feeds their kids something that goes you know three but i think later, it's yeah do life. you
1: remember the first time you ever drank a beer it was like forcing it down i remember it was buying beer and being like oh god i'm oh trying god. to get drunk but this is like is it worth it this is so now
0: horrible. i can't live
1: I know. without it <laughs> yeah I mean, I know. that's so that's exactly it yeah
0: it's like the first time with woman. Actually, not. The <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Josh was like, I hated it, but I stuck with it. I, and I finally it. learned to love <laughs> it. It, <laughs> it. Finally came around. <laughs> Overall, takeaway one of the top five albums for me.
1: I think so too. I'd have to actually sit down and rank them, but I, I would say it yeah. would be in my top five. We're not going to do a
0: ranking for like a year.
1: It's hard though because it's Beast, Power, Slave, Somewhere in Time, Peace yeah. of Mind, those albums, and then you got yeah. the Diana ones that I love, and then like yeah. The, you love killers. I get that
0: Iron Maiden, there's yeah. classics on that. So Seventh Son, for me is a bit campy, but yeah, I still Sun, love it. Yeah, I forgot all the Still love it. Peace of mind. There's a lot of peace it's of hurt. mind like, and, uh,
1: after we're done all the albums. We did summer albums,
0: in time, we've broken that down. I love it. After, after we're, we're done, done all the albums, episodes. we'll do an episode where we rank them.
1: That's true. After yeah, well we have to, one. but
0: but then even then, like I mean we're gonna be able, there's gonna be a lot tied for second.
1: <laughs> and first and third. Yeah. If you do it do it every week, I'd have a different ranking every week. So all
0: right sign anyway, off on this that's pretty we good. got it it's, done we managed to get
1: through it all but took two episodes but
0: if you haven't listened to this album listen to this album this is the takeaway for anyone if you right. honestly listen to this album if you love core maiden and you don't like this then shake your head and listen again listen again listen again and it'll come yeah. for you
1: that's true right on okay so that was this album i'm gonna go on youtube now and show josh that mashup of uh <laughs> i look forward to it i'll tweet it out Okay. All, All right. right. Till next Talking time.
0: Talkingmaiden.com. Talkingmaiden.com. See you guys soon.